The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show. I'm Dr. Barbara Young, your radio talk show host, and I am happy to be with you this Tuesday. You know, for many years, my passion has been to empower people with simple success principles to transform their lives. And each day, I am truly driven to make a difference in the lives of others. And like most people, you want success and you want it now. But transformational change takes work, and sometimes people want to bypass the work. But there are things that you must do to get results, and it is so empowering to learn from others who have achieved at the same level that you desire, and you can learn transformational success more rapidly. You know, I have a very exciting and renowned visionary guest on the studio, in the studio today, a lady called Madam, who will share her amazing journey of transformational success. And so I've entitled our show today, What's in a Name? A Woman Called Madam. This is a lady of distinction, yet incredibly humble, working in the trenches. She has been hailed as Madam Chair, affectionately known as Madam Townsell, and she is a good friend of mine, and I'm so excited to have her on the show today. She is President, CEO of the infamous Regional Black Chamber of Commerce, which covers over 35 cities and 55 empowerment zones in California. She currently sits as the 2015 chairman of the Board of Los Angeles Business Federation, which is also known as BizFed. And BizFed is a strong advocacy group of over 150 top-ranking organizations across the state and represents over a half a million employees in the state of California. She's also the standing co-chair of the California Black Chambers COC Government and Community Affairs statewide. She's been nominated as a mentor of the year in Washington, D.C., named, noted in the halls of records in our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. She was elected as the International Woman of the Year by the Filipino Chamber and voted one of the top 25 most influential leaders in 2015 by Business Life magazine. You know, Madam Townsell has an awesome biography, and it's too extensive to read. But listeners, I wanted to just give you a little highlights of this very interesting guest that I have on my show today. She has a what I believe is a firmly entrenched belief that civic engagement and involvement is paramount for business leaders. So all of you business leaders out there, women-owned entrepreneurs, and men as well, I want you to listen in today because Madam Townsell has a lot of things that she's going to share with you today. She believes the key to educa- is education, power of knowledge, put into action, because without it, often one will not find a clear path in the life of business. Her thoughts are, one must learn, lead, and succeed. You know, I am so impressed with her because really, as and truly, she's a great friend of mine, but she's earned a reputation as the leader who knows how to turn contacts into contracts with potential business members by giving them access and visibility. So I don't want you to go away. I want you to stay tuned because each week you will be empowered, inspired, challenged and energized by empowerment commentary and the incredible stories and success principles from interviews from successful personalities such as Madam Townsell and people from all walks of life and professions, actors and educators, singers, technology experts, finance and wealth building experts, corporate leaders, 
health and fitness gurus, and many, many interesting guests from around the globe. But the question is, what do they have to do to get there, to enjoy the benefits they enjoy today? So, listeners, this is a show for everyone, the young, the bold, the seasoned, and the restless. So I welcome you to call in live today if you have questions, or you can Skype your comments uh, to me during the show at info at transformationforsuccess.com. You want to call in the number? It is 1-888-346-9141. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So you can send your comments via any of these channels. Now to my guest, Madam C. Townsell. Welcome, MC, to the show, Transformation for <laughs> Success. <laughs> Good afternoon, Dr. Young. You are just absolutely amazing. God bless you today. Well, God bless you. I am so happy to have you on the show. You know, this is, you know, I think very important. Not I think, I know. This show is very important because it is the last show in 2015. Oh. So, Madam Townsell, you are the guest for the last show in 2015. So we're going to make this show count because I know folks want to hear about you and what you're doing. So how are you doing today? Because I know you've had a little heartbreak in your life. So how are you doing now? Uh, you know, Doc, thank you so much for asking. I am uh, just highly favored and truly blessed today. And um, as long as I'm vertical, you know, God's <laughs> willing, I'm always doing well. You know, I'm always doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm reminded of a friend saying, "I'd rather be seen than viewed." So, <laughs> so we're yes, still that's standing. That's a good thing. <laughs> we're real standing. Well, you've had quite a journey, and I'm thrilled that we're able to share this with the listeners today. So, and you know, and I thought of this is a season for endings, but new beginnings. Yeah. And I, I just want to jump right in and um, ask you some questions because one of the things I know, I want the listeners to get to know who, Madam. It really is. And the name, Madam. Uh, tell us where you were born and how did you come by the name, Madam? Uh, and what were your dreams? Doc, I'm, I'm, I'm just, um, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, I am just an individual, just a really humble person. Uh, my grandmother actually, uh, it came about the initials MC, and as it grew into my professional life, it came into mm-hmm. Madam Townsend. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Miracle Child initially, and mm-hmm. I felt, hmm, I'm a slightly oversized African-American woman. I probably feel a little awkward saying, oh, hello, I'm Madam, I, I'm uh, Miracle Child. And uh, <laughs> things evo- evo- evolved from that point on and into my mm-hmm. professional life. Uh, long story, but it... Uh, evolved into Madam Cheer with the various posts that I held around the city and the county and then mm-hmm. statewide and then nationwide and uh, humbly it was bestowed upon me as uh, the Madam or Madam Cheer or Madam Townsend. Mm-hmm. So I receive what people share and um, always give, give thanks and, and good thoughts to those that give that information to me. That's great. But Madam is your real given name. Madam, uh, according to my grandmother, it is it is part of a history in that respect. Uh, I have not taken the time to uh, go back into the the archives of our family tree, uh-huh. but uh, I'm told by my eldest sister and my aunt that uh, I was being the youngest one that was born. Then yes, uh-huh. that was bestowed upon me early on. So, it, well, and you know, it's interesting because um, I know traditionally for many cultures, there's a lot to be said about the naming of a child and, you know, living up to a name. And so it's like almost like Madam uh, having, you know, that name. It's almost like, you know, you had to grow up into that, you know. <laughs> and and you certainly, to me, inspire uh, one to call you Madam, the way you carry yourself and the things that you've done and with all due humility. And I just love you, Madam. I do. I do. But anyway, um, you know, what were your dreams as a little girl? Did you ever, you know, think that you might, you know, be where you are today? What did you dream about when you were a little girl? Well, uh, actually, I've always been expired to dreaming. Uh, came from a mm-hmm. very humble environment uh, in mm-hmm. Texas, and mm-hmm. uh, my mother, you know, God rest her soul, uh, mother of thirteen actually, and with seven wow. surviving children. Mm-hmm. And the 13 one thing children? she always, oh. yes, she and, and my oh. father always instilled it in us is mm-hmm. to continue to dream. 
one cannot take your dreams away from you. So no matter what you do in life, continue to dream and aspire to be what mm-hmm. you want to be. So I have to give all love and affection to my mom and my granny because right. <laughs> uh, they right. truly, truly uh, instilled that into me and my sisters and brothers. So I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, very humbled to be able to continue to, to uh, not only dream for myself, but mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, see so many of my dreams come true and then be able to share those wonderful uh, uh, aspirations into other people's lives. And it becomes a circle of life. And I, I just... I thank God for allowing me the opportunity to be able to be here as an individual mm-hmm. and, and move mm-hmm. forward. So, but yes, my, I owe it all to my mom and my grandma. That's great. What were, you know, uh, this is an intriguing question. It's always been for me. What were some of the signposts that you feel you saw along the way that shaped you into being the individual that you are today? Well, Doc, there there are many. Uh, as mm-hmm. I say, coming from a humble environment, and mm-hmm. um, as I say, I'm I'm just a really regular, humble young lady all all day long. And just remembering mm-hmm. back in the um, countryside of Texas, um, you know, you always look to your teacher, the minister, uh, you know, someone of of higher authority, typically within your community. <laughs> and of course, my mom and grandma were the first two, then my teacher. I can remember very mm-hmm. distinctly my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Washington, um, mm-hmm. a lady of, of very sternness. I, when I say very stern, because she mm-hmm. had to be with me, unfortunately, I was not mm-hmm. always the perfect lady that I am today. <laughs> but it was, just, uh, it was just the things that they said along the way, and because I, I'm uh, a history buff, a historian, I mm-hmm. always dreamed of other countries, other things in my mm-hmm. life, and just the beauty of the art. And mm-hmm. every time that I would have a conversation with my Sunday school teacher, my mm-hmm. teacher at school, of course, my mom and grandma, they, they would tell me stories in a sense of their life, I think. It wasn't reading mm-hmm. from a book. It was just being able to sit by, the, by their side and listen to some phenomenal stories, whether it's Sunday afternoon or, you know, Wednesday uh, evening, uh, you know, prayer service mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. in school before and after. So I'm, I'm just, I, I like to say a combination of a, a few people. And as I get into my adult life, of course, other, you know, phenomenal people mm-hmm. that have come in mm-hmm. and out of my life. But the beginning starting point, I think it started uh, in that little humble visit beginning in Texas uh, with my teacher, Sunday school teacher, my mom and my grandma. That's wonderful. You know, a lot of good things have come out of Texas, a lot of good people, and a lot of good issues and uh, and problem solvers. So kudos to Texas oh, <laughs> and yes, those who yes. are out there from Texas. We, we do you it know, big in Texas. We do it big in Texas. <laughs> big state. How did you, uh, I'm going to uh, segue into, how did you happen to form your own, uh, which became very successful, MAI, or is it MAI? Yeah, appraisal company in Beverly Hills. Um Tell me, how, how did that happen? I mean, wow. Well, again, aspiring to be the very best and be a servant mm-hmm. within the community. Uh, I've always been in the real estate field, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to get every aspect of the real estate industry that I possibly can, not just, mm-hmm. you know, loan servicings or escrow. I want to be the very top or the very best that I could at everything that I do. MAI appraisal is the highest level of, of accreditation that one can have in the real wow. estate appraisal industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say I was very, very pleased to be able to uh, acquire that with two other partners early on in my uh, real estate career in Beverly Hills. And for a number of years, um, we ran a very successful firm. And uh, I, I was, I was I, it took off like wildfire. It really did. I just... Mm-hmm was very pleased. We had uh, early on back that time, internet was just getting started. So we were doing Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, marketing uh, in and out. And we were able to obtain several uh, uh, students from around the state, around the nation in a sense. Mm -hmm. And they successfully, Mm -hmm. we trained them and they went on to do their own thing and their own business. And uh, it was just something that I I looked very, very... uh, hard into early on to see what are the areas of real estate are there for me. And that was one of the keys that I realized I could, by helping 
uh, the people in the communities that look like me by helping them to improve their property value, showing them how to, you know what I mean, to improve. And I I felt that was something that was a great need, and that's how I pursued it, and I kept going and reached into the community. Well, we're going to hold that point. We're going to hold that thought because I'm going to be right back. We've got to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back to hear my guest today, Madam C. Townsend. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America empowerment this is transformation for success to reach dr barbara young or today's guest please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com now Back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest today, Madam C. Townsend. She is sharing her journey of success as the president of the Regional Black Chamber of Commerce, and we are digging deep and getting some great information from her as to how she formed her successful MAI company. But my next question is the exposure that she received to learn how she ran this very successful company. So, Madam Please share with us, what exposure did you receive to learn about how to run this company? Well, you know, there are a number of, of avenues, Doc, uh, one has in its local community. Mm-hmm. Um, people that you know that, are, that you aspire to, mentors that you have. Uh, and my, my best, best, uh, I guess, comment would be you just need to be where business is being done. You need mm-hmm. to take the opportunity to to not only, quote-unquote, surf the net, but be able to read, pick up a newspaper on a daily basis, figure out mm-hmm. what's going on, or, you know, look at uh, uh, media coverage on a daily basis and be able to expose yourself to mm-hmm. those in the, in the arena of which you want to be. I mean, I, I mean, I appraise her true enough, but in the stock industry, I can remember I was on Wall Street on a continuous basis, I had two mm-hmm. dear friends who were in the banking industry, so I, I aspired to be, I, I did what they did. I, I mm-hmm. always positioned myself to be where business was being done, and that's really, really important uh, for any of those that may be listening, because I know as a president of the Regional Black Chamber, we often have new members coming in, and they want to know why and how and when and mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. and you've got to start at the base. You've got to start at the base, um, you know, finding out you know, what your competition is, who your competition is, more important, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. go after it from that point. So exposure-wise, you just have to be there, put yourself mm-hmm. out there where business mm-hmm. is being done, uh, and mm-hmm. look around you. Look absolutely mm-hmm. around you, near and far, as to people mm-hmm. um, that are successful. And then that's you, that mm-hmm. there is where your starting point becomes. Okay. What, what do you think are some of the lessons that you learned along the way that you would share? Wow. Well, (laughs) 
that's a tough one, Doc. Uh, first well, you know, learned- you know, you're a mentor. You're a mentor and a great mentor to a number of people. So I know this is an easy question because you know we want to know what are some of the lessons you learned along the way that you would give to someone who's moving up and they're trying <clears throat> to get ahead. Because we have a lot of businesses and and now more women in the industry than ever uh, as business owners. So what would you suggest? Well, and that's that's a good question, Doc. There, there are a lot of pitfalls along the way as you mm-hmm. uh, open the doors for business of being a business owner. First of all, you mm-hmm. have to have a strong amount of passion as to what you have, uh, mm-hmm. what you want to do. I think the greatest thing is to have a, a strong, strong belief system. Because okay. a lot of my pitfalls was if you don't have a passion and a belief system as to what you want to do and know what you want to do, oh, my goodness, it'll take you down the wrong pathway. So you've uh-huh. got to have a strong, strong belief system, first of all. And my definition of a strong belief system is to have an absolutely unwavering uh, feeling of absolute certainty of what you want to do. Because if not, those pitfalls will gradually creep up on you. People uh, that you feel are friends, they're not necessarily friends. People are, you know, um, walking mm-hmm. a pathway. They're trying to gain greater than you. But, mm-hmm. you know, you must be humble in the things that you do. First of all, have a strong passion and belief of what you do. And then truly be yourself. I mean, that's going to be the key to everything. Because sometimes we get a little lost in, in our, our journey to try mm-hmm. to find success. And when you lose yourself, when you lose your sense of belief, um, you often will definitely get lost and you won't have a path right. to lead to. Right. You know, I'm always intrigued, and what you're saying is so true. It's having that unwavering, I call it faith, faith and feeling of certainty. But because mm-hmm. without faith, nothing works, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You have to have that, that faith and take that step of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but most importantly, Madam, what did you learn about you? What did you, know, you learn I, about you? Well, it, and again, goes back to uh, having a very strong belief system. And mm-hmm. it taught me how to be even greater uh, humble uh, than what my, my parent taught me as I was growing up. Very strong mm-hmm. uh, Baptist-raised uh, uh, individual. Mm-hmm. But uh, just having to have that, as you indicated a moment ago, that strong belief uh, in God's will, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can't do these things mm-hmm. on your own. You have to be able to... Mm-hmm. That's right. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm coming out with a little mm-hmm. cold here, but uh, you have to be able to have a strong belief system and mm-hmm. uh, be humble in what you do. And um, again, having that belief system is, is one of the best things that you can have because if you so don't important. believe in you and the things that you do, you'll be lost forever. Now, I'm intrigued too, because you, you use the word uh, humble, and I really want you to explain that, because I think there is a lot of controversy on when we talk about humility and being humble. What is your definition of being humble? Uh, truly unrelenting uh, sense of, of uh, unselfishness, being able to okay. give, be able to support, mm-hmm. be able to uh, look beyond what's in, in front of you, and mm-hmm. not... Uh, not prejudge individuals, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. You, the, the looking at a book cover doesn't necessarily tell you what's inside of that book, you know what I right. mean? And as, as right. the old saying, and don't don't be fooled by the cover of the book. You shouldn't be fooled by a way an individual look. And in today's society, if you're not looking a certain way, you're an outcast. Or if you do look a certain mm-hmm. way, you're an outcast. Mm-hmm. So I, I just suggest that people would constantly uh, remember to be unselfish be passionate about what they have and have a very strong belief system um, because one has to be accountable for oneself when at the end of time, we need to know that we were truly, truly the best that we can be while being on this God-given earth, you know? That is so true. And I, I'm glad you define that because, like I said, a lot of people use that word humble. And, boy, you see them, and, you know, they're not, they're not in any no. way that you see being humble. They're always pushing to get ahead of the line, and mm-hmm. they're, they're not exactly being kind and, uh, you know, to other individuals. And you see humble, you know, humility is that, you know, humility, I always say, doesn't necessarily mean you're a doormat. It does not mean you let people walk over you. But it is, as you say, showing respect. Uh, and not prejudging people and accepting them and loving. I think most of all, loving yourself. If you love yourself, then you're willing to be second. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, 
You don't have to be That's first. True. And that yeah. I admire you for that because I, I've seen you in action and I know that you live what you say. So I just wanted you to clarify that for the audience. You know, you have such a deep love for the community and all that you do. What what led to your deep love for the community and, and, and how you, well, because working with the community sometimes can have obstacles, but what led to your love and how did you overcome some of the obstacles? I mean, you know, that you have facing you and people don't want to cooperate and volunteers quit. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know the drill. <laughs> yeah. But what, but what led uh, you to have this love for community and service? Well, again, uh, you know, basically my upbringing, number one, and the fact mm-hmm. that you're a parent and you're a mom, those instincts kick in automatically. Mm-hmm. And when you have children, you always want to be in the very best you could be. So having uh, two boys and two girls, I know you didn't know that, Doc, but yes, two boys and two girls. Um, I was a very, very uh, active part of the community uh, from, mm-hmm. you know, basketball, hockey. I mean, everything you can mm-hmm. name, uh, Girl <laughs> Scout, Boy Scout, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the community. So as time mm-hmm. grew through that, uh, you know, working with the school board, I, I had such an affinity for them, and mm-hmm. I was very blessed to be able to sit on the uh, school site council for a number mm-hmm. of years and, and being able to be at the librarian uh, and sitting on as a commissioner for the librarian as well, uh, it grew and the passion was already there. And when you have uh, a strong passion for the things you want to do and, and to serve others, because I think that truly God put me into this, this position uh, mm-hmm. as current president of this Chamber of Commerce to help lead it in the passion uh, that it's meant to be. You know what I mean? Um, right, right. I, I just, you've, done a, you've, done, I, you've done a great job. You know, outstanding you. job. And I don't, don't want to cut you off, but I want to go back to something because I think it's so important uh, that you did share. And that is, you know, you have two boys, two girls, but you, it, sound, it seems, and you just said, you know, you started out small. You started out, you know, going to hockey games and you became involved with your kids and you came involved at school and you, you moved up, but you moved in position. And I always say that God sets us up with small beginnings and mm-hmm. humble beginnings, but those humble beginnings are what? Training. To, yeah. to to help us grow. So what, what you know, did you see a trajectory at the time or did you even feel that there might be <laughs> to lead to where you are now? <laughs> you know, I, I really did not, Doc, to be very, very honest with you. I was just so, uh, so pleased with being able to serve. And, uh, you know, from time to time, some of my colleagues says, you know, oh, God, Madam Townsend, did 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 And I, I think back what my grandmother told me because I am somewhat of a, Talkaholic talk, T A L K. <laughs> and she said, because I used to, she used to get paying my hide about talking in church too many times. But she said to me, I remember one day uh, after church, she says, Daughter, and it's country, very southern lady, uh-huh. one of these days, one of these days, someone's going to have to give you a job, going to give you a job that have to make you talk for a living. Stop talking so much in church. And voila, all I do now is talk for a living for the most part. So I, I think I reflect back on my grandmother a great deal when she shared with me that, you know, if you got to do whatever you do, do it well. And if you're going to have to talk and talk for people on behalf of people, you need to do it well. So I well, think that's, that's right. what led, to, you know, from one uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, evolution to the next, and uh, as I say, I have a great deal of love for the community, both spiritually and and our academia sections. Uh, you know, because it's it's all about our children. You know, you have to, in order to be a leader, mm-hmm. you have to learn how to be a follower as well. And I learned both uh, in a very uh, stern and very uh, succinct way in in my life growing up as a little girl and then as mm-hmm. a mother and a wife itself mm-hmm. and hopefully I instill that into my children as well. One currently is still in college, the other three are business owners and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just very proud of them as well. See they, they are following in uh, mother's footsteps. You know, um, Madam Townsend, I always think of, you know, the world what it was like when you were growing up in Texas and an African American young lady and you know, thinking of the world around you at that time, African-American women or little girls weren't in, truly inspired to become entrepreneurs or to go into the business world. Uh, 
What do you think made the difference for you? Because, you know, what is that difference? What is it that made that difference in you? Here you are, the entrepreneur, woman of the year. I mean, in the hall of records, my God, you have so many accomplishments. Would you all get uh, that is back to your grandmother, the roots, the things that you were in, that were instilled in you? You know, Doc, very, very, uh, I'm so glad you, you uh, asked that question. It, um, uh, uh, makes me feel a little melancholy a little bit here because I recently mm-hmm. lost my sister, of course, and we were oh, very I'm close so sorry. to, no, thank you, to my grandmother, and you're absolutely right. In the South, mm-hmm. as I was growing up as a little girl, I was very fortunately, Doc, without disclosing my age, I was mm-hmm. sort of coming along at the ending of the slavery period, per se. My grandmother mm-hmm. was a slave. Her mother was mm-hmm. a slave. Was in mm-hmm. slavery, and as we grew up, I can remember my mother having to work for a sharecropper or for a people who I felt treated her very unfairly, but she had such a mm-hmm. determination, mm-hmm. and again, she instilled in all seven of us to never allow anyone to mm-hmm. uh, make you stop dreaming, and you're right, even as of today, and that's why I think I have such a strong, strong love for my community, mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. people that look mm-hmm. like me, because mm-hmm. you're right, back in the late 60s and 70s, you mm-hmm. did not have the same outlook on a community as you do today in 2015. So you're absolutely right. And, and again, I think without the, the uh, training and the in, in, mm-hmm. instillment of a belief system, by my parents uh, and grandmother, I don't think I would have been able to survive, but I would not allow anyone to stop me from dreaming. And I think that's where I've gotten from that point to today. I am constantly trying to open doors for others that look certainly uh, like me and to make certain, especially women, uh, Mm -hmm. to be able to be proud of themselves. Never, never second-guess yourself. You are who you are. You are God's creation here on this earth, and you should stand for something by, by knowing great. that you are someone, you know? That is so, so yeah, great. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Texas was not uh, a very favorable uh, place to mm-hmm. uh, be born and grown up, uh, but, you know, time change, and you have to change with it. The world will, in a sense, change but unless you change to be in the world to make sure that things evolve better, you know, we'll be in the same old, same old. You know, don't, don't sit That's back true. and say what someone That's else true. did. What, what part, what small part did you do to have changed mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. to make it a better place? So I, I well, like you... to think my evolution of, of going through all the things I've done up to this point and uh, having to lead and being a part of all the different organizations, I'm just absolutely so elated because I'm I'm a, like a, spo- a sponge, Doc. I absorb <laughs> so much, I tell you. I must sit on six or eight boards throughout the I'm, month. I was going to ask you I, that. I I mean, every you are one of busy lady, and you're on all these boards. How do you manage your time? I mean, your <laughs> schedule. How do you manage this? Oh, my. Trust me, Doc. It's absolutely time management. Yeah, I mean, that's the key. Time manage, management and uh, a lot of help from the Almighty, of course. You know, he's my right. guiding light, and he brings a lot of calmness in my life. But mm-hmm. um, you just have to, you know, you have to make a, a, a pattern in your life, and you have to stick to it. And sometimes people say, oh, i got to do this, got to do that. But if you're not doing 50% of anything for anyone, then you're not really serving the purpose as well. So I, I really do dictate my time very well, and my family is very key to me, far or near. So I make time for that. Uh, the chamber is certainly my passion, my heart. Yes. Um, but I, I have to give, give myself time to say, okay, Adam Townsend, this is it. You know, turn off, turn off the right, keyboard, right. turn off the phone, right. turn off the cells. <laughs> but yes, time management, and I, I do that. And plus, I have a, a, a very rig- rigorous uh, physical workout that I do three mm-hmm. times a week. Uh, just my little quiet area. I do three to five miles uh, three times a week, and that's my my solitude of being able to give back. Well, you know, 
you you know you've done a yeoman's job because you know I know in in eleven short just eleven short years that the regional Black Chamber of Commerce has become one of the most active and visible vehicles for economic empowerment for its members and a lot of the people in the San Fernando Valley in Southern California. And I'm pleased to be a part of the Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Yes, so we're pleased to have you. (laughs) And and I know you've earned a great reputation as the leader who knows how to turn contacts into contracts. And so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the things that you've done to help create, you know, some of the activities you've helped create for this chamber. And where do you see yourself going in the future? So we'll be right back. Listeners, Don't go away. We'll be right back with my guest, Madam C. Townsend. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanke. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanke can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello there, and welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest today, Madam C. Townsend, who is President CEO of the infamous Regional Black Chamber of Commerce, which covers over 35 cities and 55 empowerment zones. And she's also the 2015 chairman of the board of Los Angeles Business Federation, also known as BizFed. So I am so happy to have you on the show today. And you know, I wanted to just say, as we went on break, about what you've done in 11 short years with the Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. And moreover, the Regional Black chamber commerce area i did my homework the areas are home to a plethora of celebrities and i really didn't know that Smokey robinson kubi gooding the whispers wow oba babatunde will smith jada pickett the jacksons eddie murphy my god there i mean really this is really impressive madam would you please madam c townsville tell me what kind of activities uh that you've done with the chamber as president i know there are many Many. So share with the listeners what some of the things that you've done with the chamber. Uh, and thank you, Doc. And yes, there we have a, uh, a plethora of uh, well-known folks that are a part of this. I call the chamber, mm-hmm. uh, they've likened us to being the uh, chamber of stars, per se. But <laughs> uh, my stars are, are the members of the chamber. And yes, there mm-hmm. are many of which you just mentioned as well. We uh, celebrate... Uh, an annual Small Business Awards Dinner of Recognition every year that each one of the many names that you've mentioned, from the Whispers to Lou Gossett to so mm-hmm. many more, uh, we've uh, honored each year, but we also have honored some of our plethora, uh, 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 professional uh, small business owners as well that have grown over the years. Uh, while we are now celebrating our 15th year, uh, we the first four years we took it to to 
build a structure to make sure everything is done, and then we came out, mm-hmm. you know, now uh, 11 years beyond that to make sure that we were there. But, you know, I, I, I maintain an abundance of time, Doc, focusing on the needs of small minority and women-owned businesses in this chamber. Uh, and truly, as you said early on, as president, it, it takes focus. And I found that the best and the most valuable investment our business owners can have to grow their business is to expand its client uh-huh. database uh, uh-huh. and to build a strong collaboration between corporate America, government, and other viable small businesses. And uh-huh. that's what we put into action over the years. We do briefly uh, a new member recognition reception uh, formed as the largest business mixer in the Valley. Uh, mm-hmm. That's usually between January and February of each year. We do quarterly business mixers, uh, after-hour mixers for our business members to make sure that they mm-hmm. network together. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporate mm-hmm. business forums, we do uh, a community-wide business summit that it is well-educated, that includes uh, topics from starting up business, uh, getting capital for your business, certification, education, public policy. And don't be mistaken that public policy is not an important tool, Doc. So many oh, I know. Times, you know mm-hmm. Small business owners are not aware that our public policy, if you don't know who your elective officials are in your local community, oh, my goodness. Right. You, right. You're doing right. yourself a disservice. So that's one of our primary uh, goals of... Uh, creating a, a roster of services throughout the year, referrals, both city, state, and federal contracts and contacts for our members. The chamber has a chamber bookstore to help uh-huh. uh, continue to educate our members. Uh, and, and last but not least, uh, we do lobbying trips. Uh, special events allows our members to travel to the state capitol in Sacramento uh-huh. and to uh-huh. Washington, D.C. to meet all of our elective officials, uh, both on the state and the national level. So we try to keep ourselves busy around here. You too. Tell me, I have a uh, a question. Are there, when these business leaders and uh, entrepreneurs get together, uh, have there been um, collaborations formed or coalitions formed as a result of their meeting together? They certainly have. Many, many of them, Doc. uh, Mm -hmm. They have uh, gained uh, a lot of knowledge from each other, and I find, Mm -hmm. and I'm always very pleased to get a memo or an email from them. If you go to our website, a regional black Mm -hmm. chamber, sfv.info, you will also see on there a plethora of comments from our businesses that, you know, unknown mm-hmm. to me of, of their thoughts and pattern, but we appreciate that. But yes, we, our whole objective is to, our mission, part of our mission statement, you know, turn contacts into contracts. And therefore, yes, they great. To collaborate that's great. together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, are, are you, for what are your plans in the future? Because, you know, we are now this global community. So what is the regional chamber doing to reach out globally? Oh, my goodness. Um, that's a good that's question, an, That's Doc, important. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's very, very important. Uh-huh. And with our, and with our uh, worldwide uh, web, uh, it's very easy to do that. I have the pleasure of sitting uh, as part of the advocacy piece on with President Obama's um, exporting initiative, uh, and I've had the pleasure to meet uh, both locally and Washington, D.C., uh, with that uh, group of individuals that is inspiring small business owners to export more. In fact, he has a mandate within the five-year period, and now we're in the fourth year, to make certain that 25% or greater of small business owners have the ability to export so we are working very passionately with that. We work with the SBA, uh, the, the uh, various uh, credit lines or lines of credit firms that uh, work hand-in-hand with small businesses that have a special outreach to the communities that I serve. And of now, do course, you have uh, a targeted... Targeted countries, by, uh, per se? Targeted countries. Well, currently, uh, we've done, and uh, we have uh, an international uh, uh, economic development firm through one of our chamber uh, presidents mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. has, it's the International Black Chamber, and mm-hmm. through that, we have a very strong coalition with most parts of our African countries. Um, mm-hmm. Probably have made uh, contact over the last at minimally five to six years, we've probably done over 20 trips uh, to help mm-hmm. build on that economic uh, development on that. And, of course, we have a lot with our neighboring partners, both uh, the Latinos and the Filipino chambers. Um, okay. And, of course, because our membership is so wide, uh, vastly arrayed, uh, mm-hmm. we have people that are 
are in the um, logistical of shipping products back and forth. So we do a great deal of business with the Australians, uh, Austria. I mean, there's just a, a lot that goes on with mm-hmm. the various business members of the regional black chamber. So when you think about global, yes, this is the that's that's great. place that you need to be. That's great. I want my, my folks out there in the global community to understand that, that we're reaching out, that more and more businesses are reaching out to do work internationally. So that's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. One of, and one we of the things, try, try I, very hard for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think that's laudable, and I'm really happy to, to hear that. Um, because, again, our world, I mean, gosh, it seems like we're getting smaller and smaller. We should think of this vast world, but we're really very, very small. And mm-hmm. there's a common denominator, I always say, we need love. We need love. We need love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> and true. So, but Absolutely. one of the things that I want to know from you, um, what do you want to be remembered for? Well, you know, Doc, we have... Uh, had such a, a huge array of success with our business mm-hmm. members because, as I say, I have a very strong passion. I spend an abundance of time mm-hmm. focusing on the needs. We uh, have, you know, several members of our board. We have a mm-hmm. special advisory uh, uh, team that works with me, and I'm just always elated for the services that we can provide from the beginning of the year to the ending of the year. And from all the things we've done now in the last 15 years, um, mm-hmm. as our record will show in our website, if for those that would like to go and take a look at it as well, um, everything that we do uh, are, are, are really the memories of today and, and, and yesterday's are the blocks with which we build our tomorrows on. Let me say that again. Memories of today and mm-hmm. yesterday's are the blocks with which we build our tomorrows on. It's a reflection of ourselves, Doc, at a time and mm-hmm. place we always want to be remembered. So today, right now, help us stay the course, Dr. Barbara Young, through your <laughs> wonderful, wonderful show. This is Thank how you. we want to be remembered from the Regional Black Chamber of Commerce and its 300-plus small minority and women-owned businesses uh, to include Dr. Barbara Young as one of our most profound bronze visionary circle members. So we love you here at the Regional Black Chamber, and we're all thank you for you. I love you too, and I love the Regional Chamber. I do. I want to. Um, this is a question that really most people will say, "Gee whiz!" Just this last question as we wrap up. Mm-hmm. What if there was one thing that you could change in your life? What would it be? Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know. Doc, that I, one. I, I, I know they would say world peace, uh, and that's mm-hmm. something we're constantly working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't have an accurate answer for that, Doc. I really do not. I, that's if okay. I had to live my life all, all over again, I think I would do exactly the same thing to continue to be unselfish and humble and help the world. Well, you know what, Madam? I have really enjoyed hearing a little bit more about you, and particularly a little bit of personal information, but really, I know we've enjoyed hearing from you today. You've brought life and you've brought action to the name, Madam. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your journey with the listeners today. And I want to wish you continued success on your journey and hope that you will find more an answer for that question. One thing you would change in your life. I know, listeners, you have enjoyed some of the principles that Madam Townsend has shared today. And as we wrap up the show, I want to leave you with this. Best wishes for a glorious and grand 2016. There are many challenges we all face in today's world, some good, some bad, some ugly. And there are many out there who are brokenhearted, disappointed, disillusioned, and locked into a standstill mode, afraid to pursue your dreams. But 2016 is your year. Just do it. Life is a journey of carving away at worry, doubt, fear, and all the other negative emotions that hold you back 
from pursuing your dreams. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. But once you recognize and connect with the pure potential that the Creator has placed within you, there's no stopping that energizing power in you to take a leap of faith and pursue your dream. Because I firmly believe each one of us is born with a life purpose and a dream. Identifying, acknowledging, and honoring this purpose is perhaps the most important action successful people take. And as Madam Townsell began to dream her dreams and live her dreams, I challenge you to take time before the end of this week or even in the new year to understand what you are here to do. Because when you do, you will pursue it with passion and enthusiasm. Without a purpose in life, you know, it's so easy to get sidetracked. It's easy to wander and drift and accomplish little. And you wake up one day and you say, you're 40 or you're 50 or you're 60 and you say, what have I done with my life? Well, know that everything in life has a purpose. So slow down and pay attention to your heart for out of it flows the issues in life. So I want you to listen and tune in to my show next year, yes, 2016, as I have four weeks of dynamic and incredible guests with stories of their transformational journeys. You won't want to miss these shows each Tuesdays. So this is your Transformation for Success coach, Dr. Barbara Young, signing off again, and I want to wish all of you a happy new year. Be inspired, be challenged, be encouraged, and remember, be forever transformed. God bless all of you. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.